I kind of realized too is like photography can't be a competition. You can't be comparing your work to other people's work. It's you capturing this moment like through your eyes. Like, I mean, I hate this idea of like, oh, he takes a better photo than you. Like, no, you don't take that. um pod squad okay that was new <laughs> i've noticed that a lot of podcast people call their listeners pod squad and i was like should we do that or is that like totally not like cool uh, uh, uh. <laughs> i have my opinions on it um all right hello willow talk listeners our our fellow willows um, our fellow Willow Talkers, this is season two, episode nine, and this is an episode that we have been waiting for for forever, as in like so excited, can't even speak. We have with us today, J.M. Leach, who I've known since what, like 2016? Yeah, ish. Isn't that so like gross? Like in I've that it's 2023? It seems like it was as long as it was, five years, five, six years ago. That fucking crazy. So, yes, I've known JM since then, and he has since been doing such awesome shit with his own creativity and artistry. And with the House of Willows, I was like, Ali, you have to fucking meet JM and the rest is history. So, uh, JM, welcome. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Am I putting uh, you on the spot? More excited than nervous, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is easy. It's like we're hanging cool. out, just recording it. It's chill. I'm running a little bit of a cold, so that's okay. Just trying to to rally, but yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're so excited. So the way we kind of usually do this is we invite our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves in any really capacity you so choose. So tell the listeners what they want to hear. Um, hi, listeners. Um, yeah, my name is JM. It's short for John Michael. Um, I am a photographer. Um, and yeah, I live in Boston, Austin. Um, I've been doing photography for probably maybe last eight years, like professionally, like five. Professionally, if you'd say like five years, but you picked up your camera eight years ago. What was, you were just interested? You're like, hey, I need a hobby. Let's try this. Or was there a friend who was doing it? Family? How did you, how'd you first pick up your camera? No, yeah. So I, I, I started traveling a lot after college, graduated in like 2014. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I found myself in uh, Colombia for a bit, in Ecuador, um, living for a few months. I moved up north to New Hampshire for a couple of years and I bought a, a, a professional camera and just tried to mess around with it. But I don't know, I've always been someone who is like, like Alex always calls me, my partner always calls me uh, a rubberneck. I just can't stop looking around. Um, it's kind of just like, I've always been more of a visual learner. Um, so photography kind of just like fell in naturally. I just love capturing moments and like being able to look back on them. Yeah. So let me ask you this because I, as a photographer. Also, this is our first photographer on our podcast, which is so fucking cool. That's crazy, really? It, is it really? Wait, it's so, so embarrassing. I'd have to cut that off. I was lying, but I don't think I am. 
No, I don't think you are. I'm thinking about it. I don't just think like, you are. scared the shit out of me, Allie. I thought you were like, no, <laughs> that person, me. It was me. All right. It was me who was on. Um, that's how Jay, M, and I got pretty close, I would say. So yeah. we worked together in the restaurant biz for a hot minute. And when I found out mm -hmm. you were a photographer, I was like, fuck yes. I love this. And we went shooting and it was like so much fucking fun to like we're so different I feel in our photography and it was so fun to like mesh them together and like see the shit we could create so I totally get this idea of like first picking up a camera and being like cool like um I don't know what's gonna come out of this and then finding our way into this relationship with this art and being like well fuck yeah like I can do this I'm pretty good at it and it's really fucking fun to do. That's where I really fell in love with it too. Is that like Tiger Mama back in those days? Cause like I would just, so I'd take the tea to the, my, I would take the tea to work. And like that's where I like, I love taking like photos on the bus, like on the tea, on the train, uh, very like street photography. Um, and then at like, I would just naturally have my camera with me at work and they'd say like, oh, hey, like we got a new dish going on. Do you wanna try? You wanna take a picture? So it just kind of like was practice for me and just kind of like, uh, really just kind of like started to see how there are so many different areas of photography different styles different how looks on it um and you can really go so many ways with it and build so many cool careers out of it with street photography so i feel like i remember from one of your bios way back when when we first had you at that first event you mentioned like street photography being where you have like just a lot of your passions so did that all start when you were just traveling and snapping pics and then it did it just kind of evolve into okay now that i'm back now that it maybe it feels a bit more it's closer to home and now you're just kind of like in boston did was the vibe different like how is it different kind of starting abroad where there might be some level of excitement to like now finding the beauty in like the day-to-day -day in like your hometown or like where you currently are was it different <laughs> no for sure it's definitely like that's a huge thing and i feel like whenever you step into like a new city town wherever uh country uh you just have like these like fresh eyes where you're just so excited to see everything everything looks so just aesthetically pleasing and you're just like oh my god look at that or um and it is i think tough sometimes when you're in the city where you like live and grew up like boston for sure like i have had so many points where i've been like walking around trying to take photos and just been like i'm fucking sick of walking down the street taking photos on it i've seen it a thousand times like blah 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 um so i think it's tough like you kind of got to challenge yourself in that sense uh, one thing that i do right now so i'm kind of on full-time dad duties right now uh or most more so um and so like we do daily walks like that's kind of how we get a little exercise so we will take her for the walk around alston brighton brookline um, and I've been bringing my, some of my older cameras now out that I just don't use anymore, trying to like mess with a little bit. Um, but it, it's cool because, um, it's, again, it's challenging to like create a new perspective on something you've seen so many times. Um, but it's really rewarding when you actually like stick to it and like, no, like, like I try to say things like, I'll like leave and I'm like, no, you need to shoot a whole roll of film on this walk. Like all 36, you know. Until like yeah, like I'll like literally not come home until I take thirty six. Um, but again, like it, it challenges you. It gets you get really cool results from it. I think. Yeah, I fucking love that. And just recently, I feel like I haven't 
just myself haven't been doing a lot of I guess like chill photography like that's kind of what this sounds like like very low-key low pressure in a sense of like it's not for a big business it's not for someone else it's not a paid gig and I find that in those moments where we are just allowed to engage in our artistry without pressure and like for ourselves I really feel like that's where a lot of magic is made. And it sounds like that's been super helpful for you. Even like when you think back to Tiger Mama, like it was just like you bring in your camera and they're like, oh yeah, hey, like, do you want to take a picture of this? Like, and you were just like kind of exploring and figuring it out. And then how it really like developed into a massive part of your photography career. Like was Tiger Mama the first time you kind of dipped your toes into hospitality work of like um, photography? Yes, kind of, but there was one other gig I had randomly at this uh, burger joint in Somerville um, before going to Tiger Mama. I always forget this, but uh, I was working, I was bartending there for a little bit, and yeah, they is like literally the the first month or two I bought my camera, and they're like the the owner came in, he's like, oh, we need to do some press photos. We need a shot of a burger for a, I thought he said a poster or something. So I was like, oh, I can do that. Like I have this camera, I'll bring it and do it. So I took a photo of like these burgers. Well, anyways, it ended up going on like this massive billboard that's like up off the Lynn Highway. And so, yeah, I think it was up until pretty recently. But yeah, you just see this big photo of this burger photo I took. That's so fucking cool. What yeah. the fuck? See, that's the shit. That's just like so random, but like low pressure and like you fucking made it without even trying. Yeah, it's funny. I like I wish that I had known. I mean, I guess I wouldn't change anything, but like, I mean, uh, it's just funny, like I had no idea what was going on a billboard. I would absolutely make everyone, anyone who came to visit me in Boston, <laughs> I'd give them directions that made them go through land so that they would yeah. have to see it. <laughs> yeah, a little off, off course of Boston, if you quite the detour. You got quite the detour. This. They're like, why does it take me an hour and a half to get to your apartment? I'm like, mm, I don't know, scenic tour. <laughs> mm, <laughs> the working. tunnel's closed, you gotta go yeah. that way. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucking cool, though. So with all of this, then, why do you think, like, these walks, which I think are so cool that you're doing, like, doing so many things at once between hanging with your family and also doing what you love, shooting pics, do you find that there have been moments where you've been kind of in a slump or a funk with photography and you found that like kind of continuously doing it helps you kind of stay on track? Um, I mean, I feel like everyone has their slumps or their their moments with like anything that they do. Um, I don't know, like it's, I think just more so like, the walks and more so I feel like it's, it's more kind of me being like, I wanna capture every moment that is going on with Zinnia, like, you know and it's like almost like overkill like with the amount i take on my phone and my camera um but i mean like so like for one thing right now is like i'm really trying to just create a full-time photo business where i don't have to like think that i need to work a couple days in a bar or anything like that unless if i don't want to and it's a grind and you're like trying to like build your portfolios and whatever else and like so i do find sometimes even recently like challenge to like be interested in work like i've been trying to do some like cheesy food photo shoots my in my kitchen you know and it's like so hard to just bring myself to do because i'm like 
oh, that, like, the lighting's not going to look good or this or that. You know, you just, like, get in your head about stuff and you just get upset. Um, so, like, it's tough. Like, you don't, like, for me, photography is, like, so much of a love and it's something that I want to make my full-time career, I guess, if you would. So, um, yeah, it's, like, try not to get sick of the things that you, like, have to do. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Like, the fine line of... It's a risky game, like trying to make a full-time career out of something that you're so passionate about, because unless you really watch yourself and you're fully aware of the relationship you have with this art, you can quickly burn yourself out of it. And it can very quickly like become something that you don't enjoy. And you're like, well, I actually wanted to enter this because I wasn't in love with the job I was doing previously. And now this is kind of like replaced that. So it's just something that I think most people and I think most artists are aware of it. Like, you know, when you're about to get burnt out and you recognize that feeling of, uh oh, like I used to love doing this all the time. And now there are certain moments where I don't want to do it. And that's okay. But it's just being fully aware of that relationship, like when you're transitioning to making money off of it. So true. Um, I think too. So, like, I've thought about like career wise, like, I, another thing that I like really go back and forth with is like, okay, you know, you really need to market yourself towards a certain you know, like, what are you taking photos of? Who are you, like, what's your clientele? And, like, so it's, yeah, it's, like, just trying to figure out, like, okay, what is going to be the something that I can work with every day? I, like, again, I don't lose that passion. Like, it's okay to go through a slump, and I think it's 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 okay for you to want to, like, put stuff down for a bit. Like, that's normal. Don't feel bad about it, you know? But, yeah, just, like, trying to find that balance. For your, um, like, the stuff that you're looking to kind of break into and going full-time, is it more the hospitality stuff? Um, like, is that who you're trying to attract when you're looking for new clients and whatnot? Um, for sure. I think, like, I mean, yeah, hospitality, lifestyle, um, brands. Um, one thing that I find difficult personally is, like, styling. You know, like, still shoots, you know, just, like, I don't know, just for me, it sometimes becomes really tough to like, and I, I start overthinking things a lot. But yeah, I actually, so I really, what I want to go towards this summer, and fingers crossed, I think I have something lined up, but um, I really want to get more into, I know it's going to sound cheesy, but like weddings and, you know, engagements and, and things along that line. I think that it allows for me and Alex, um, who's my partner, um, she's super creative as well. Um, and so we're kind of looking to do something together where we just want to be able to spend a lot of time together um, and, and also like raise Zinnia in like kind of a, I guess, along the way. <laughs> um, I think that like weddings allows you a great opportunity to like, okay, your, the bulk of your work is coming from May until October, gives you months in between then to, okay, like, hey, I did the, a lot of these wedding photos. Maybe I'm feeling a little burnt out. Cool. I have several months to break, you know? um maybe work on something else uh, whatever it is it allows us to work together um you know in tandem so i don't know like that's what what i'm going to try to go towards the summer like i said i think i have something lined up um where i'll be doing some second shooting and kind of learning from someone who i really admire that's so fucking excited i'm so happy for you and just like even imagining and reflecting and planning I think sometimes can feel so overwhelming and can also feel scary to be like, can I do this? Is this possible? 
I'm wondering if any of those questions have kind of come along and what that's been like for you to kind of work through them. I mean, definitely. Um, I think like things are tight too, just like as anyone like Alex and I are like career bartenders for the past decade, which is great. Like we've learned a lot. We've learned so many awesome skills, but now we're just trying to like go from like, this was our lifestyle for a long time. And now like, let's, Hey, let's work towards more of a, not nine to five, but like more of a, like, Hey, we have a little girl, like kind of trying to start a family, buy a house, la di da di da you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like big shit. I get it. Well, I don't get it because I don't have a kid, but I get it what you're, you're talking about. Like the, <laughs> these big moments where it's like. Well, talk about big moments. I mean, I feel like we haven't even uh, talked about it yet, but holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Emma got engaged last night, everyone. <laughs> Still fucking puking over it. No, I know. You, Thank you. You have a ring? Oh, my God. How it's so nice. Oh, it is so sparkly. <laughs> My partner, Alex, what a beautiful name, right, JM? Yeah, seriously. My <laughs> partner, Alex, um, had designed this, I guess, in the fall. And so um, I guess last night was the only night that, like, everyone, like my sister specifically, could could really come and celebrate. So it happened, <laughs> it happened pretty fucking fast, to say the least. Um, one day, I'll put the video on the internet for everyone to see my true, oh, authentic... Yes over dramatic <laughs> reaction <laughs> um, is so emma it is the best video oh, I can't wait to see it. um but right like it's it's a lot and you know i think that a lot of these decisions like we don't we we try to plan or we think we're planning and they don't always happen that way and i feel like a, the biggest thing i've learned just as myself but also as an artist and as an entrepreneur is just like you need to fucking adapt and i think adapting can feel so scary it can feel out of control but it, it works and it needs to happen and so i think it's just remembering these moments of like okay yeah right now i have to do maybe this kind of work in order for me to get to that work in the future and right i'm going to start as a second shooter this isn't where i want to be forever but i know that working with someone who I really admire and I really love to learn from and experience this week will only get you further down the line. And so I think it's just like so awesome how you're you're placing these pieces together and that you're like fucking doing it. Like, I just love that. I love when loved ones and friends, but also just artists in general make this shit happen for themselves. Yeah, fingers crossed. So like I said, like I just, I hope that it works out and it'll lead to something like more sustainable for, our, for Alex and I, but yeah. Is Alex also looking to do like more photography stuff full time? Um, or is it you guys gonna branch into that wedding stuff this summer that'll kind of kick it all off? Um, no, so like Alex has run, I mean, she has just been in positions where she like was uh, managing restaurants and managing a lot of a couple social media accounts. And she was just working uh, for a marketing team down uh, at a like health spa doing all of their like social media. Um, and she was then got to a point where she was doing actual filming. So like, it was actually crazy. Like she came home one night and was like, Hey babe, so I need to shoot this video tomorrow. Like, I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah. She's like, can you show me how to use a Sony camera? They wanted like a professional, like commercial for like, I was like, yeah, I mean, do you got like a couple hours or like, can we sit down? Like, um, but she's such a quick learner. So like, and it was cool to like revisit things cause I'm still learning and videos like definitely something that I'm still learning a lot of, but um 
I mean, she's so talented. She has such a great creative eye. And like the TikTok that she made, the TikToks, like their like TikTok page that they made for this, it's like insane how good it is. But yeah, so like, I think, I don't know so much how much she wants to go into photography or whatnot, but just in general, like creative. In my head, I think of like, I would be more a photographer, her more like backbones, like yeah. putting everything together. I love it. I think too, like also just like enjoying the process of it. I know that sounds so fucking cheesy, but like you're doing it. Like I think a lot of times we think of, or at least sometimes our audiences or just like consumers in general within our culture and society only kind of look at like the final product of things or like someone reaching that like highest moment of their career. And it's like, well, they had to get there somehow. And I feel as though even in my own work with photography, I don't know if you've ever done this jam, but like you ever like look back at maybe like the photos you took, like the first time you picked up a camera <laughs> and they're yeah. like, uh, what the fuck was that? And it's just yeah. like, it's so cool though. Like, I think like that's also like a really cool thing about art is that you kind of have your own portfolio, even if it's only for your eyes in a certain way, where you can see like, wow, I took this photo like 10 fucking years ago. And I remember taking it and being like, this is so awesome. And even like my friends and loved one were like, this is so good. And I'm like, you guys are fucking lying because like, this is shit. Or just like not cool anymore, but, or like totally out of focus and like super oversaturated. Um, so like, I feel like that's also like a cool part of this work in terms of just the process of things and how this point in your life, you might be like really thick into such an important process of your career as a photographer. The other thing I think is like important too, is like for like Alex and I too, like she is someone who has really just been, like I said, a bartender, bar manager for a long time and like worked really hard at that. So like where I want to start this photo business and like I want to do these things, like you don't need to do this with me either. Like if this isn't something that you're passionate about, if this isn't something you don't want to do, like you can do your own thing. You can do whatever you need to do. We'll figure it out. Like that's part of like the counterbalance, I think, too. Totally. Just like communication. I feel like that's yeah. that's super, super important, both within your job, too, but also even outside of it, knowing that, again, like kind of starting something that you've you've never really done before in a way that you want to to make it into your full time thing. There's going to be a couple like just with anything messy pieces that come with that. And I feel like that communication we have with our partners or our loved ones is like so important in recognizing like, this is what I have to do right now. And I want to make sure you're okay with it. You can be in it if you want, or you don't have to be, but I just want to make sure we're all on the same page, which kind of leads me into this other question, JM, of how maybe certain things specifically within your photography obviously i'm sure within your life has changed since becoming a parent yeah a uh, little update looks yes. like still, <laughs> still, still, still just chilling hi z he, she's so fucking perfect I didn't she's understand. gorgeous it's those eyes they're just stunning they're jm's yeah. eyes right i think so they're kind of blue yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's good. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. So Zinnia is four months old now. Uh, she turned four months yesterday. Um, her name is Zinnia Zuka, La Rochelle Leach. Zuka means pumpkin in Italian, and Alex's mom was a big fan of pumpkins. So I fucking love that. That's so cute. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, um, it's been crazy. Um, I, I like have, like I was telling you guys before we, we started chatting, like I have these moments every day where I'm just like, holy shit. Um, and everything happened so fast. Like, I feel like I met Alex in 2021. We worked together and I just like, next thing you know, like a baby. But yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's life-changing. Uh, like I was saying too, like earlier, like five minutes is like now like, oh shit, I can get a load of laundry done. I can do this. I can do that. You know what I mean? Like five minutes is five minutes. You can get, you, like before it was like, oh, I'll just sit on the couch. Like, um, so it, it definitely has been, I think it's like motivating in that way, you know, where it's just like, like maybe that's gonna like help motivate me to like kind of get business going a little bit more too, where you're just like, no, I don't have like the time to kind of like, you know, take my time and whatever else now, like I need to, you know, set a foundation for a family. Yeah, it like takes it out of just you. You're like, this is not just for me anymore. This is for so many other people. Like, yeah. I, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, um, it's super humbling, very humbling. It's just very cool to have a baby. It's, it, and it's a kind of like, it's definitely like a lot of co, you know, parenting, I guess, but like, like we, we have a pretty, we have a nice setup, like where, I kind of go to bed a little earlier, but I'll get up earlier, like six or seven. I'll kind of go to bed a little later and stay up with her if she's like ends up having to wake up in the middle of the night. But then we'll sleep a little later. Um, but yeah, I mean we're happy and we're like just so excited and we're like we're just so excited for everything with her. I don't know like what's gonna happen in the future. Like oh, that's so. If you had to guess, just out of curiosity, in the last four months that she has blessed you all with her presence, how many photos do you think you've taken of her? Just a guess. Oh, God. Um, four months, over four months. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a couple thousand. <laughs> I'm going to even challenge that. I honestly, I, I feel more. like that's low. I think you've done way more than that. We'll have to confirm later. That's going to be four. I'll yeah. take a look. Yeah. <laughs> I'll count them for you guys. <laughs> A lot of photos, a lot of videos. I mean, yeah. How could you not? Like, that's the thing. Sometimes I feel that way about my dogs, but I know it's different. <laughs> well, not really. Dogs, dogs are the new babies, right? I know, I know. But I mean, you mentioned too, which I think is also such an interesting thing, how your perspective of life and photography kind of changed where you mentioned going on these walks and taking photos and also wanting to just be there taking photos of of your daughter no matter what like i feel like that's also like super cool knowing that you'll have all of these moments throughout her just like little childhood that she's going through like i feel like that's so cool i wish i guess what i'm saying is like i feel like anyone who has a photographer as a parent is like blessed <laughs> I, like i mean I, I, you know you do know the babies that have like a photographer parents yes <laughs> Well, I think it's funnier too for our listeners to know that Z does not like to get her photo taken. <laughs> she does not. She does not like the camera on her face. Oh, and we told her she better she better get her shit straight because it's gonna be the rest of her life where she has a camera in her face. <laughs> it's true. Come here, girlfriend. Oh, what's going on? Say hi. You want to say hi? There she is. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You just wanted to be on camera with us. Oh my God. <gasps> she really is like so, so gorgeous. And we would not say, say that if we didn't think it. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, sweetie. 
do you feel like you've changed jam and that might be like again one of those personal questions that i shouldn't ask on a podcast but um no I, probably um no uh i do feel like i've changed a lot um i just feel like more goal oriented like i said she's put yeah. her hand on your wrist i just love that fuck oh my goodness hi they roll up your sleeves they keep going down i'm gonna have a baby I'm gonna Let's go get go. I'm gonna go get it done right now. Like Tonight. I was gonna say it, but yeah, I re- kind of recommend. <laughs> talk about talk about creating art. Your child, best piece of art you ever made. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my She's perfect. She's perfect. You have a very cool dad, Zinnia, and mom. Well, I was gonna ask JM for you. I feel like there's been a lot of both the jobs you you and Alex have been in specifically within hospitality have uh, been quite community oriented. And I'm curious for you what it's been like and the community you find within your art. Uh, I feel like community is like how you find the art too, you know, like, and it's like such a big supporter of it. Yeah. I mean, just like having those networks of people that you can create with or feel like I have a really good friend of mine. He just kind of comes over. We'll like hang out, whatever. And like, he is like so chill. Like, if I ever want to take photos or like portraits, he just doesn't really care. And like, just kind of like, it's really comfortable, cool environment to be able to practice what you love doing. Um, yeah, and that community is like so necessary. How have you been able to like find people who are like interested in the same stuff you are, or like so incredibly supportive? Like, how? Where did you make those connections? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I feel like you just like along the way, I guess, like, like some, I, I have a cousin up in New Hampshire who I will go taking pictures and he's been teaching me a lot of video. He does like a lot of music videos. Um, and so like, he has a huge network of people that just like, and sometimes he'll just like, especially when we bartending in Boston, he, you know, hit me up like, Hey, my friend's coming to town, blah, blah. I've met like two or three people like doing that. Just like, just in the weirdest ways, you know, like friends of friends, recommendations. I've had people come up to me on the street when I was taking photos and being like, just like, hey, I take photos too. Like, what's your, you know, what's your at? And you just like, next thing you know, you're just like hitting each other up and like, yo, man, I shot, like whatever. It's so funny too sometimes when I think about like how, like how many communities and people you meet along the way and yet how many people there are out there still that you have not met that still are like creating so much cool stuff and like there's always more people and more communities and places to get involved there's always so much stuff going on now so it's cool i also had just like a similar existential kind of moment where it just like it was so overwhelming to me the fact that the amount of people i will just meet in my life period is not even like a drop in the bucket of the current people having their own lived experience on this planet right now like there is just so many people and so many different experiences that they're having their whole stories that we won't even ever know about and they're just all happening right now in tandem so why wouldn't you take the opportunity to go up to the person on the street and just kind of be like hey jump into my story for like five minutes and then we can just go on our merry way also like it, it reminds me too like when it comes to like actual like photography and whatever like like, if you're ever, like, in a moment where you're, like, hmm, I don't know if I should take this picture or not, like, but just, like, you should take it 10 times out of 10, like, always, like, 
I have some of my old great uncle's uh, old photographies. He used to be uh, a photographer for the, the Boston Globe. And I have a bunch of his old photos. And like, I was looking through some of them and I was just thinking how I was like, well, they're not like great quality. Some of them are kind of shitty, but they're in like, it, they're so interesting still because like maybe that building is something else or maybe that's, you know what I mean? Like just, it's just like so cool to see like old shit, old work, you know? Um, I don't know. I think it, I just, yeah. 100%. I do feel though that this is a thought that I had throughout school when I was minoring in photography is how more appreciative I am of film than digital in different ways where, like you mentioned, there's only so many shots or snaps you have within one roll of film. And nowadays, like you could probably shoot up to like 5,000 images or more like on an SD card and delete them as you wish. Whereas like a film camera, you like, it's snapped and it's done. And then you have to like even go print it sometimes depending on what's available to you. And you don't even know what it looks like. So I'm curious, like even as you picked up film, and I'm not sure if film came before digital for you or vice versa, but no, I'm curious. After digital, after digital for sure. Okay. So how did that feel like for you? Like first doing film photography versus digital photography? Well, it's cool. It's just like, it's so expensive now, like to get everything done. And like, once you realize like, like, oh shit. And I only got 36 photos out of it, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's really cool. It's cool to process your own, like, uh, photos to your old own film um it's it's re i think it's rewarding too though like because like every photo every one of those 36 photos you're like examining like oh cool oh look at that like, totally yes like it is so purposeful whereas i find like with digital and how it's just been super accessible in good ways and bad i feel like with just our you know iphones and just you know androids and whatnot where like you can just literally pull out something and press a button and it be captured so i found that when i learned how to do film it was like a really really big appreciation for this art and how that's the only way it was like maybe when your great uncle was taking pictures right like that's all they knew and so it's like so cool how like, right, you might look at a picture and it might be like, oh, that wasn't like the greatest picture, but like it's in the fucking newspaper and like everyone's like, wow, look at this fucking photo. And like now you're like, it's blurry. Like, why is it blurry? You know, so like, it's like it's fucking art. Like, let me be. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be blurry, mom. <laughs> oh, with you sorry i'm kind of going off on a little jump there. But so I honestly, as a non photographer, I guess it it never would have crossed my mind the difference in cost of what it takes to actually print like a film photo. So if I hired someone for photography and I think specifically in weddings, I feel like I see it all the time. Now people want those film photos for their weddings. Now yeah. would that, would you charge differently for that? Knowing that it's an increased cost for you. So it would be like, if you want the film, you got to pay for it. Like it's yeah, different. Def definitely. Definitely. Cause then you got to process it to, Prints, scans, yeah, costs a lot more. The chemicals, everything. That's so wild. I just, again, non photographer, I never would have thought about it. And so, if I had probably seen that and be like, why is it different pricing? It's mm. just photos at my wedding. Right. Because it's a different process. It takes more work. Yeah, mm -hmm. even equipment wise, but also I feel like 
energy wise like you said like it's more time you know yeah it's longer, longer. is right like nowadays dslrs you could take like 10 photos with one snap of a button and sometimes i shoot like that depending on what i'm shooting but it's just again so different that would be like a third of your film role where you would technically only get like three different shots in one film mm -hmm. role and like you wouldn't do that so and then like you're saying like the time like the time to process it whereas like with those 10 photos on your dslr like you could have those on your phone in a matter of minutes right so much higher stakes i don't if i if i was a photographer and someone said i want you to shoot my wedding on film i don't think my anxiety could handle that i really don't because i i have to guarantee that I, these shots this limited amount of shots i have you're gonna love absolutely not <laughs> so some of some of the photos we came across i'm like so this is at my grandma's where we found all these photos we found her uh well she had them but they were her wedding photos from like 1950 i don't know when it was but um yeah it must have been 1955 i think but you should see like just incredible how cool these photos were i'm gonna try to see if i can scan them and, and put them online but like like the photo of her with her gown was just like something out of a movie um there's a photo of that her throwing the bouquet and this is like just crazy to me like he got the bouquet in perfect focus like it midway in the air with all the girls like waiting to grab it it was just like i'm like unbelievable like a film camera like again like like you're saying like oh i have like you know this isn't like you get these one shots that's it you know um but just crazy to see like how well this guy captured these photos uh, or captured that wedding is is cool yeah well, I think that too is that you don't even know if you got it until after you pay all the money to process the pen. Right, right. So, right. like, I feel like there's also this just like truly renowned trust with the skill. And I think, you know, that's what you were saying to JM is like, it's really hard because you do want to practice in some way. Like, but he it's doesn't expensive. have like, he doesn't have like high speed, you know, sports. No. He's, <laughs> he's like, click, you know, like, it's just crazy. It's cool. It really is. It really is. I love that though. And I love that it's again, like art can be so nostalgic in so many ways. And I just find it so, so cool to see how it's evolved. Like no matter what you're doing, even like fabric work or jewelry, macrame, you know, photography, painting, like, I think it's so cool to see those things and how they were originally and how they've kind of evolved knowing too that some people like our photographers and never ever pick up a digital camera they've just stuck with film because that's all they know and so i feel like it's really cool to know that there are new ways that art comes out but that a lot of the time we're really sticking to the foundation and the basics and without taking away the magic from that because i feel like a lot of time right now maybe not for artists specifically but i just feel like for our consumerism like we want fast we want convenient we want easy we want cheap and it's just not a thing it's not a thing especially as small business owners making our art into a career right like you're not going to have the same amount of quality or connection and fulfillment with buying from a small business versus purchasing somewhere elsewhere yeah um i think interesting too like that's where like okay we're if you're doing weddings like that's that's a situation where like i think it's tough when you're trying to like make a living or make a lifestyle based off of like like restaurants don't typically want to pay photographers like it's tough because like hey like 
I don't want to have to pay someone to come in to take a photo of a dish that's going to be on for a week and then it's off um, or whatever else. Um, so I think it's tough to find that kind of like, like people like pay you like to do that kind of thing. Whereas like weddings, I feel like it's like, Hey, this is your once in a lifetime day. You know, I'll pay you money to come in here and capture this, you know, like there's a little bit more like, I guess just interest in the photos, you know, if you would. No, I think that's so valid. I mean, it's, it's finding the right, audience like you have a value for your time and the work that you're producing and you need to be finding the people who are willing to meet you with what you know you're valuing yourself at and it's like if you can't drop that and if people aren't able to give you the budget that you need it's tough to walk away especially like when you want to help them out too but it's just understanding that you gotta you have to stick to your guns when it comes to like your pricing and the projects especially now with your little princess your time is so valuable. Like you could be spending yeah. that time with your daughter. So like, if you're going to spend time elsewhere, like they need to be paying you accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask JM, like for you within your work as a photographer, has there been challenges like that for you specifically within just meeting certain clients or payment or someone not quote unquote approving of your price or just elsewhere, other challenges that might come for you within your your work with photography. Um, I think it's just like it's it's an ever working like it's tough. It's tough to put a price on your work, and like I know it's like the biggest thing people struggle with. I think you just like have to stick to your guns and like just you know you're you're the person who's like defining how much you cost, and if people don't want to pay it, like it's fine. But just be confident and like steadfast, like. I have had bad uh I've had bad like situations I've had really great ones you know with asking people for money like I've had base I've had a couple situations where I charge someone something for uh photos and like they give me way more than that because they're like no like you know I know what you put into this um and I think that that's honestly more often the case now in general you know than having people question I think they're like totally. pivotal moments in like an artist's career. And I think there's multiple moments where this happens, where it's like you kind of have this like come to realization moment where you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, I'm undervaluing myself. And yeah. I have not been doing like, I always, I thought I was like you, your perception of like what you were valuing your work at is just so different from everyone else's. And it is, it's cause it's such like a tender thing to like put out there to the world. Like, Cause it's scary to say, Hey, I think I should be charged $10 and then to have someone come back and say, really, I'd only pay six. That is the shittiest feeling on the, it, like on the planet, mm-hmm. but it is, it's like just sticking true to your guns and being like, mm, cool that you want to pay $6 still 10. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, like, so just experiencing these different moments where some people have told me, Whoa, that's all you're charging. That's wild. Or kind of the opposite so it's hard right and something that I think of during these moments is the more like generic idea of like judgment because that's essentially what this is like someone is judging your price or judging your artwork no matter if it's negative or positive 
So knowing that like everyone will be judging it, it's like, well, can I feel confident and comfortable knowing that no matter what they're going to judge me, but can I feel more confident and comfortable with this price no matter what? And I feel like that takes a really, really long time and also can develop and evolve within our artwork, which is why, again, like, yeah, for people who work for themselves, we don't have a boss or a business giving us a raise. We need to give ourselves that raise. And so that means we will have to adjust our prices accordingly, depending on what else is also happening in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. So that also kind of connect to to what you're doing is like, okay, well, I'm creating a family here. And so I have to step up and be like, I, this might be kind of serve as more of this confidence for you to be like, I need to charge what I feel as though I am worth because there's a lot at stake here now. For sure. For sure. And I think like, stop trying to be like obnoxious about it. Like you're just like, no, I'm, I'm just, I have a lot of equipment. I spent a lot of time on this. Like, I'm just, I, this is my career. I'm not just like some, I feel like sometimes you know photographers get such a bad rep now sometimes because of like social media and whatever else. Um, so it's like, no, like this is something I'm very passionate about. I am here to capture this moment as you are asking me to do it, you know, like I'm giving you the price, the fair pricing of everybody else. When you say the bad rep of photographers on social media, do you mean like there's just an abundance <laughs> of photographers? <laughs> I just feel like everyone's an influencer now, you know, like, yeah. Which is cool. Like it's dope. I love seeing the, the work that people are putting out. That's the other thing too. Like I think that the biggest thing that I've come to realize too is like photography can't be a competition. You can't be comparing your work to other people's work. It's you're capturing this moment like through your eyes. Like I mean, I hate this idea of like, oh, he takes a better photo than you. Like, no, you both take photos like you know like and i know you guys know too like how many times like there's a photo that you take that it's like oh my god i hate this photo and then someone sees that gallery and they're like oh my god this is my favorite photo in the entire gallery and you're like that's fucking dumb but you know <laughs> yes yes or like the opposite where i'm like I fucking love this photo. It's so beautiful. And they're like, oh, I don't really like how I look. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yes. Um, so I get it. But I, I'm with you on that. And to be honest, I truly think it is the evolution of the fucking smartphone, right? Like, I went to go get a new phone a couple months ago. And the guy at the store was like, well, if you like taking videos and, and pictures, well, you should get this one. And it was like, I don't know, like the Pro Max or whatever. And I was like, no, like, I'm good. Like, I don't need all of that. But they're like, oh, like, really good. Like, it's just as good as like a camera. And it just like, obviously, he didn't know that I was a fucking photographer and like how insulting that was. But like, <laughs> I actually have a camera. <laughs> I need this for phone calls. Yes, please. For what the phone fucking does. And like, don't get me wrong, right? Like, it's so awesome to just pull out your phone and take photos of moments as a convenience factor. Or maybe that's where people start. Like, that's great. But I'm so 100% with you in this idea that I think we get a bad rep in the sense of, oh, your camera takes such nice photos. It's like, oh, well, that's solid because this is the equipment that I use and I'm the artist. Like, 
creating this photo. Like, I feel like that's the thing that so many people don't understand. It's not about just fucking pressing a button. There is so much technical stuff that goes behind taking a photo that no one understands because they just see someone like clicking a button. Whereas like maybe in other art, you see the, like, I, I guess what I'm saying is like photography doesn't get enough credit for the process of photography. Um, I, I just thought about this random story from a few months ago. I was working at the bar and these um, two ladies came in. They're probably like, I don't know, maybe in their fifties, kind of like a girl's catching up kind of thing. It seemed like, and they towards the end of the meal, they're like, "Oh, could you take a photo of us?" You know, I said, "Absolutely." And so I, I took the, like what I thought was a really cool photo. I kind of lined up the bar, kind of made these cool like whatever, um, and I showed them the photo, and sh like went back to doing what I was doing. And they called me over, called me, like, "Honey, honey, honey, can you take a better photo of us?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, of course." And so she she showed me what the angle she wanted. She wanted it like like. 90 degrees straight on like pointing directly down at them and she, it was just like the worst looking photo ever and she was just like oh see much better thank you and it's just so funny i was just like uh okay like <laughs> that is so, so fucking hilarious but right and to be honest i think that has a lot to do too with individuals wanting their like quote-unquote best angle and i feel like that's yeah. what photography that's what she is. said right yeah and that's like the 50 year old woman angle it's like up and down like don't get don't my, show my roles yes, literally <laughs> and it's like what the fuck like i'm taking this is like right like you're and you're a photographer but it's so funny because sometimes like maybe early on in our career someone might be like oh my god i look awful like that's such an awful photo and you're like oh fucking cool like i thought it was cool and i'm like a photographer doing this shit, right but i feel like that's another thing too is that the way in which we think of like taking pictures in our society today is for people to look good and that's not the art of photography i honestly jam remember there was a time when we were shooting once it was you my partner alex and i think we were walking around in brookline or something and we were talking about photo and you had talked about like a photographer you were working with or something who had like edited out like the phone line wires like in the sky oh, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. right and i remember hearing you and being like wow that's like so like true and it really and again like everyone's different and like it's by no means to shame people who use the cloning tool on photoshop like i use it too like it's everyone's different styles but like it's it's so true in that like you saw that and you're like this is the way i captured it this is the image this is what i took a photo of and sometimes so many people just rearrange it into looking like it wasn't even what it originally was and sometimes people think that is art, and maybe this is some people but I guess what I'm saying is like sometimes depending on the art or even every form of art for that matter, like we get to kind of define what it means to us and have that awareness that it's okay if it's not everyone's cup of tea. So that's kind of, I feel like how we find our certain audience. So true. And like, I think about that a lot with like wedding photography and like how like, I don't, one thing that's kind of kept me from that kind of field or going towards that is the idea of like these kind of cookie cutter white lace weddings, you know, where it's just very like, 
the photos of you know like it just looks all very similar i i really like don't want it to end up like that you know like i like to keep like no like i know that you want your like perfectly you know golden tinted photos like whatever else but like that's not really my style you know like so i think it's just like again it's also communication just like being up front with people and like setting expectations is like something that like me and Alex talk about a lot with just like daily life, but also just like work life, like setting expectations for the people you're working with, people in your life around you. I think it's that concept of, you know, like if you build it, they will come. Like more often than not, people are gonna have a look at your portfolio and they're not, you're not gonna get the cookie cutter people who are gonna come in and say, oh, like I right. want JM for my, like Chatham wedding at the country club and I right, want it right. to be all like light blue airy like very pastel like that's those are typically aren't going to be the people who are like ultimately going to like come into your inbox because it's going to be the people who are so on your page with what they're looking for like they came to you for this purpose because your work resonates with them and then for the people who don't and they just kind of stumble in there you're like here are my recommendations <laughs> check out these people I don't think I'm your guy yeah, absolutely. I think too, and being okay with okay with that, right? I think a lot of times, just living in our culture, we want to people please, but it's okay to say no. Um, for sure, and I think like it's okay, like you're saying, like it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no to work. Like it's okay to be like, you know what? Like I just don't know if I am what they're looking for, or I just, you know, maybe it's not the right time, or you just don't have time for it. Like. It's another thing like not stretching your limits to a point where like you're sacrificing quality of your work or whatever else just because you think you need to do certain things. Um, there was actually that wedding that you had, um, I was like a year or two ago, there was like a couple that was looking to get married in New York or something. And you, so you sent it to my, and like I was trying to set it up and I, was, I forget what was going on, but I just remember thinking like it was going to be such a tight panic and I was going to have to like, go to New York then drive back and like be back and like to me it just I felt like it wasn't fair to them for me to do that I'm like there are so many other people you can get to do this like um but yeah I just like it was it sucked but like I just for me I was like it's just not I can't make this happen right now and for all of us like for you guys especially like you guys should you know look for someone else and that's okay which is right which is fucking huge right like i feel like there are people who actually don't do that right like who are just like i'll make it work like whatever and again like i think we learn from those moments but i love that within that specifically jm you kept your clients in mind in the mm -hmm. sense of like i don't think i can give my all with the time available and i really want to give my all and i would rather you pay for someone who is able to give their all at this moment like that is a very humbling thing to do that I feel like can be, that isn't really talked enough, I guess I should say. Like, I don't think people talk about that enough. And I feel like it's it's definitely worth the conversation to just reflect on and, and have that open mind when more so sticky situations come up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Honestly, we had such a fucking blast. Like I'm like, every time we record episodes, we're like always like fucking like here to save the world afterwards. It's like, where's all my energy coming from? But I, I'm so happy, JM, that our schedules, and by schedules, I almost I also mean Zinnia's schedule, 
matched up with all of ours and we were able, oh, she's just a sweet angel, to take this time and just talk and chat and share your story and share your work. We are so, so, so thankful for you being here. Thank you guys. I miss you guys. I can't wait to hang out this summer. And I know. Get out there and take Fuck photos. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck yes. So for the folks who want to learn more about what you're doing, website, Instagram, other social media platforms, yeah, share. You can check out, can check share out my away. stuff. It's uh, Agua de Jota. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter. Um, JMLeach.world is also my Instagram um, website, aguadejota.com. If you want to see like my portfolio and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Perfect. We'll have all of that in the show notes as well. So you guys can just click right on in there, find all of JM's work. Uh, but this is amazing. Great Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. <laughs> Yay! All Sydney. done! And yay! Bye. She's sleeping! Thanks for listening to the Willow Talk podcast. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and review. Feel free to share with a friend or a fellow creative and follow us on Instagram at The House of Willows. Learn more about the podcast and events on our website, www.thehouseofwillows.com.